0: Hello, hello. Oh. All right, welcome to another episode of the Unclassified Podcast. Today we have a special guest, but first we'll introduce ourselves. I'm Allie. And
1: I'm Logan.
0: And our special guest today is
2: Dave Johnson.
0: Dave Johnson. So tell us, what exactly is it that you do?
2: Well, I'm a songwriter, musician, and producer. So I've been working with another songwriter, a guy called Tim Malugian. Mm-hmm. And we collaborate online. Um, I live here in Vegas. He lives in Alabama. <laughs> and I tend to write the music, Yeah. get an idea, write the music, record it, send my ideas off to him. And then he'll come up with a, a melody and some vocals and send those back to me. And I'll say sounds great and we'll record it, or else I'll say, Yeah, maybe try this or try that. Mm-hmm. And we bounce ideas backwards and forwards and then till we get a song we're happy with and then, you know, we'll, you know, edit it and mask yeah. it and mix it and uh, what have you and then um yeah, so that started in 2019. We were both mm-hmm. on a an online uh, music course and we had to, you know, pick people to collaborate with on the course. Mm-hmm. And he pretty much liked the same type of music that I liked. i heard some of his mm-hmm. music, he'd heard some of mine. We both liked what we were, you know, what we heard from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We both, you know, had similar influences, so we started working together. So on the course, it was more designed for, like, modern, I would say, music. And you were asked to, you know, pick modern hit songs mm-hmm. and then, mm-hmm. okay, what makes them successful, break them down, and then try and repeat that formula. But that just sounded like too, I don't know, not, not creative. Yeah, It's more like, you know, paint by numbers, copying somebody yeah. else and what have you. And so after the course was finished, you know, we said, well, you know, they tell you, you know, you should always... Be authentic. Do what you know. It should come from yourself. So we said, well, you know, why not make the type of music that we like to listen to, that we like to make? So let's record a rock album. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah. So so we just started bouncing ideas backwards and forwards until, you know, we songs just came really, really quickly. We both worked together well. We worked the same way. That's always great. You know, yeah. I tried. You know, I think we both tried collaborating with other people and just different people have different ideas how they like to work together Mm -hmm. some people like to you know zoom call each other Mm -hmm. and then you know you're expected to be suddenly creative at the drop of a hat and Mm -hmm. you know bounce ideas there and then at, at a particular time but the way we work is you know just i'll be messing around come up with an idea as soon as i've got pretty much a song or the basis of a song i'll send it off and you know, within a day or so, he'll come back with the lyrics. Sometimes I'll, you know, say, how about, you know, writing it out. Yeah, we work pretty quick together. So (laughs) sometimes I'll give him a subject matter Mm -hmm. to work on. Sometimes I'll just leave it up to him to to come up with something. And so we just found, you know, we were getting loads of songs, but we were writing, you know, a few different styles. Yeah, yeah. And we said, you know, if we want to do an album, we have got to be pretty... Like consistent, we don't want to be all over the place, I mean, you know, a soul mm-hmm. song next to a progressive rock song next to mm. a blues or something like that. So, you know, the more we start working together, yeah. the more we sort of found our groove, if you like, and what we like to do. Yeah, And so we had all these songs ready in like 2021 and then we just kept tweaking them and thinking, oh, okay, we need more of this and more of that. And so yeah, we released our first single in March. Uh, that was called uh, "Break the Code," and then we released the second single "Supernova" the end of April, and then just two weeks ago, we released the album called "The Quest." Mm. So the we're band just we called that the, one, yeah. yeah the mm-hmm. band is called Crypto Night, Two separate words with Knight K-N-I-G-H-D. <laughs>
1: yeah, we listened to it. We. We really liked it. Yeah,
2: yeah it's it's sort of a, it's a strange hybrid because... That's exactly what, that's what we were saying. Some yeah. people <laughs> say it's a bit like modern progressive rock mixed with other people that said 80s synth pop. So it's got a couple of, like somebody said... I can you know, see that. Yeah, Yeah, it's got like a strange hybrid, but as far as I know, nobody else is doing that type of material so it's it's a bit unique which is good in, yeah. a, in a way it's right like,
0: yeah we were saying it was kind of like that classic rock easy listening mixed with like lounge singer type voice and yeah was, yeah especially the the couple of songs that we listened to and it really made us think of the show stranger things yeah oh the, really yeah music that they would play yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah as a few
2: people have said it's got a bit of a Sort of retro mm-hmm, rock yeah. style to it, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, maybe we should target that show. And look what it's done for Kate Bush, right? Right. That tale is you know back in the charts after how many years? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it was just like I was like, oh, I could definitely picture listening to it in a movie yeah, or a like television show
1: oh, behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
2: that, that's really the course we were doing was oh, okay. music designed for TV, film, and commercials. Or mm-hmm.
1: um, well, you hit it
2: on the nail. But yeah. they tended to be more focused on, you know, sort of the Billy Eilish style and oh, yeah. modern okay. sounds, which, mm-hmm. you know, we did a few songs in a modern style and we, you know, brought in some female vocalists. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the style we felt really comfortable mm-hmm. with and what we loved doing. So we just said, let's just do what we, you know, what we like to mm-hmm. do. And yeah. So if just, that fits, yeah, exactly. you know, that, that's even, even better because we... You know, we're enjoying what we're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's even because then it shows in your music when you guys work well together. You're doing yeah. what you enjoy, right? You and do something also, you love instead of forced. Yeah, and yeah. then you can keep that pace where you guys are excited about it. So you can just boom, boom, boom. Like, and that's right. the thing as well
2: when you're doing something that comes from you. Mm-hmm. I think it's more gratifying when other people like it. You know, if you're just copying somebody else's work, yeah, then you know it's not really you, is it? It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know,
0: I have found in certain sure. artistic endeavors, if I feel myself being like, oh, you know, dragging my feet to do it, then I'm like, okay, that's probably not, you know, yeah. a vein I want to stay in and I got to kind of like switch off. Yeah, that's
2: sometimes, sometimes, you know, things come very quickly mm-hmm. and other times you're working on it and you're working on it, you no, this could be better, this could be better. Yeah. So you just set it aside, mm-hmm. work on something else, and then a few months down the line, you go back to it. Mm-hmm. With fresh ideas and fresh ears. Oh, yeah. You know, we could try this, I would try that. And uh, that aha moment on the toilet or yes. in yeah. the shower. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that earlier?
1: <laughs> right. So you said
0: you did acting too. You were talking to us. I did, people.
2: yes. Um, I originally did some background acting when I lived in Oxford in England years and years ago.
0: You guys didn't already pick up on the accent. Yeah. The, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's from Texas. Um, <laughs>
2: No, yeah, I grew up in northeast England, in a little town Mm -hmm. in the northeast coast, which is near Sunderland, Newcastle, where the Newcastle family comes from, Mm -hmm. and Durham, and then I moved to London. I lived there for a while. I was working in the music business, and then from there I moved to Oxford for work, and then I started uh, doing some. Background acting there. They yeah. filmed a, a detective series in Oxford. Mm-hmm. They were looking for background actors, so I did that. And then whenever a movie came to film in Oxford, mm-hmm. what's, I always get a call. Can you be a journalist? Can you be a you know a, a jury member or something? Mm-hmm. So I did quite a bit of background when I was living in Oxford, and then uh, moved to the states 15 years ago. And then I was living in L- in L.A. and then. I saw you know some advert looking for yeah. actors, background actors. So I started doing that, and then I started submitting for auditions and going mm-hmm. through the whole process. So I did that, for, uh, did that for a while. But I was just thinking, it's it's like acting is like music. Mm-hmm. Your whole endeavours, you're faced with rejection. You know, you got to yeah. be. You got to be, you know, very strong-willed mm-hmm. and persistent. Positive. Persistent. Yeah, you got to have a thick skin because, mm-hmm. like, you know, when I first started in music, you'd send demo tapes after record labels, yeah. mm-hmm. and you get record labels sending you back, saying, sorry, not interested or not what we're looking for at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it was just rejection after rejection, and same with acting. Really, you know, yes. you go for auditions and uh so yeah we'll call you and then you never hear from them again yeah
1: the it's mostly the so, silent treatment <laughs> yeah you
2: you just gotta you know to, you know just if it's what you really want to do just keep doing it and yep. you know Somebody switch off the negativity that that goes with it yep you know.
0: exactly you just gotta that's why we were talking actually on a, a recent episode of just staying consistent being persistent it's like a numbers yeah. game you just gotta you
1: know Keep and really work yeah, out out
2: there. That's yeah. it. I mean there's people there's people who are very good at what they do who've never made it just because yeah. they didn't yeah. stick at it or they gave up too soon. If they persist mm-hmm. maybe they would have got there. And vice versa there's people that are, you know, not that talented who just because they kept going and made yeah. the connections and right. met the right people, were in the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. they just, you know, they were in the game, so I've
0: seen you know, it happen the, right before my very you eyes. There you go. No Literally, <laughs> they, were, they were background, and then just plucked out of background and be yeah. like, "Hey, hey, say hey, this line." Oh, yeah. I've
2: seen that as well. People, mm-hmm. you know, that were on a job doing background work. They said, "Hey, we need somebody to stand at the front of the line with this uniform on. Can you do that?" Yeah, pulled him out, and yeah, you, know, you got bumped up, you know, mm-hmm. to a day player, and then with residuals in the first year, he made like. or something like that. Wow. So, on that basis,
0: (laughs) you hear
1: that? Can Can that happen to me? He
2: got an agent after a a year, they wanted to renegotiate it because it was an auto insurance Mm. that was shown all over. So, he then got an agent to renegotiate his contract after the year was up. So he made another bunch the second year. So he, you know, he, he did so well over that. Oh but gosh, again, he yeah. just went there to, you know, be one of the background. He's
1: like, I'm just going to have a chill day. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your line. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, you never know if you just, you know, if you stay in the game, who knows yeah. what might
0: happen. I know that's what we're, we're all hoping for that one moment. But in the meantime, definitely just keep, keep pushing. It. Yeah. You yes. never know what's going to happen. So, what, okay. Piggybacking off that topic, are there any obstacles that you have faced that you really had to push through being a musician?
2: I think the hardest thing is the marketing and, and publicizing yourself. Oh, yes. <laughs> there's am all that. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's, I mean, it's two separate mm-hmm. jobs as a creative side, yeah. which is what I love, you know, creating music, recording music, producing music. Yes. But the other side is more of a business, you know, mm-hmm. going out and selling yourself and yeah. I'm not I'm not a salesperson, you know. But if you want people to hear your music, mm-hmm. you gotta market and there's so many avenues now, you know, like yeah. Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and Twitter <laughs> and all these things and yes. and just, you know, it's like a constant, you gotta be on there all the time and uh, yes. I think that's that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean in our case it's it's a bit difficult as well because I'm in Vegas, he's in Alabama, so yeah. we don't play gigs, Right. you know, so we can't advertise ourselves by going out and playing, so.
0: Do you have, like, a YouTube channel to show you guys both performing at the same time?
2: No, we've got, or, like, we've got a few music videos there that yeah. are linked to our, oh, our, okay. our well, singles. Oh, okay, let will look that, yeah. So, yeah, we've got three music videos on there at the moment. Um... And other than that, it's just, you know, I've tried doing both at the same time, mm. but then it's like switching backwards and forwards. Yeah. It's Lots difficult, so once we finish the album, I just sort of say, okay, I'm not in creative mode now. I mean, the, the business you know, mode. Yeah, the business <laughs> <real quick. laughs> mode. So you're then trying to, you know, reach out to people. But we've been lucky mm. in the past... Um, Few weeks that uh, we got featured in in England in a uh, a web magazine, and then there's a couple of websites specializing in progressive rock. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We got featured on on both of those, and then suddenly found out last Sunday some radio show that we didn't know about Mm -hmm. had broadcast one of our tracks on there.
1: That's That's awesome! awesome. And
2: they didn't get the music from us, which makes it even better. They picked it up from somewhere else and they played our music alongside you know big bands like genesis and yes and all these bands that we love listening to so to hear your your music on the radio alongside you know established artists is a great buzz um for sure and you know it's it's always nice when you know friends support you and like you but when it comes from people you don't know oh yeah, yeah. it's so much better it just makes mm-hmm. makes it more worthwhile because you know you know they're not saying it just to be nice or to exactly. be supportive right. they're doing it they because they like it yeah and somebody, pushed it out. Yeah. Yeah, somebody yeah. we got a posting the other day somebody we didn't know just posted on his facebook page that he just listened to this album thought it was great you know and we thought well, that's really cool. You know, yeah. <laughs> to know the people out there that we don't know mm-hmm. are picking up on us and listening. So hopefully that's just a start and it'll escalate. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that that's the biggest op- obstacle. I mean, previously, I mean, the biggest hurdle was getting through to people in the music business. Mm-hmm. You know, spending a fortune going into a studio. But now, you know, you can do it yourself at home Mm -hmm. if you've got all the equipment. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which is one of the reasons, really, I got back into doing music more um, because originally I started, you know, years and years ago as a teenager. And all I had was, you know, I learned to play the guitar, then a little keyboard, Mm -hmm. then I bought a drum machine, started writing, but I couldn't sing. So I found a singer that was looking for a band. I thought, why don't we work together? Yeah. So we, paid, we played, you know, like pubs and clubs, mm-hmm. et cetera, just as a duo. A nice. And then, you know, we recorded all this stuff. It was, you know, just like at it, it home on cheap yeah. cassettes. Through time, the cassettes get, you know, warped oh, and yeah. torn. And mm-hmm. Like, when I was living in L.A., there was, uh, it was a year when, like, a load of musicians died. I think it was... Like David Bowie, George Michael. Aww. There was a few musicians yeah. dying at the same time and you think, well, you know, at least they've left their music behind. Mm-hmm. People can hear it. And I start thinking, We wrote some good songs back then, but nobody got to hear it because it was like the days before the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's ever gonna hear that. It's on crappy tapes <laughs> nobody uses anymore. <laughs> really? So I thought, well I've got all the equipment now. I think I'll try and start yeah, re-record, re-record it, you know. Okay. So I started going back, and then I re-recorded all the old songs, and I thought, well, I still can't sing, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought, I'll try and reach out and find the singer that I used to work yeah. with back then. Well, he doesn't have email, he doesn't use computers.
1: Oh, great. He's still <laughs> in the town
2: kind of where he grew up, but... So I couldn't, you know, I had a real job tracking him down. He's a guy called uh, Phil Corrigan, but he's still singing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I managed to, you know, I sort of contacted her through agencies over yeah. there that represent singers, that, you know, singing pubs and clubs. And eventually I managed to track him down and said, look, can you pass my details on to him? So I got in touch with him. I said, look, this is my idea, I want to re-record yeah. all that stuff we used to do, you know, back then, you know, would you be interested? He said, That's fantastic, I'd love to do it, you know, so Great. So we started recording all yeah. our old songs again, and once we did those, um, we started buying some new material. So we released like, three albums, we went by The Forgotten Man, so we put those up on um, Spotify, so mm-hmm. we released that. So, yeah, that got me, you know, going, getting yeah. back into music again after I'd sort of lapsed for a little bit and wasn't getting anywhere. I sort of brought my enthusiasm back again. Nice. And then, as I say, you know, 2019, I started this new project with Tim called Cryptonite. Uh,
0: Nice, and then you've just been going strong since then. Yeah,
2: I've been on a road and just keep writing and writing and writing, you know.
0: <laughs> so, would you say there is any moment where you could look back on your career and kind of see like what brought you to this moment, like a catalyst moment?
2: Um, I think, you know, just finding your unique voice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because, you know, a lot of the time you're just coming up with ideas and you're recording them. Yeah. On the one hand, you know, you don't want to keep repeating yourself after you've been doing it for a while. It's just easy to use maybe the same sounds that you like or the same instrumentation that you like or if you're writing lyrics, the same lyrics or cliches. So it's, you know, it's trying to stay fresh. But mm. at the same time... You know find your unique voice yeah. and you know what you want to say musically or you know lyrically yeah. i think once you find that you really sort of think, yeah this is this is it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think you know with us as i say throughout 2019 2020 we wrote a whole load of, of songs and they all could have been released we were happy with them all but it was just, you know, we want something that sounds like mm-hmm. us, not yeah. like somebody else, and something that's unique, but is definitely the music that we would like to listen to. Right. And so when we got enough of those, we said, well, this is it. This is a style that we like. Let's just do this. So occasionally you might veer off it, but, you know, once you, like, find your voice, sometimes it takes a while, but eventually you get there and you say, yeah, this is this is us, this is what we should do. Mm-hmm. I think once we agreed on that, yeah. uh, we had a discussion, You know, well, I like this and I like doing that, but do we want to be known for doing that mm-hmm. as well? Yeah, it's not really, you know, can you imagine doing like two or three albums all like yeah. that? Mm, no, not really. But I do like this, you know, mm-hmm. style of music that we've been doing let's just continue on that path, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think, you know, just finding your own voice and, you know, what you're happy doing. And then, you know, it just takes one or two people Mm -hmm. to pick up on it and start liking it. Then, you know, your enthusiasm builds. Because, you know, when you've been doing it a while, it's easy to get jaded or disillusioned. You (laughs) know, (laughs) sometimes you're like... Very much so,
1: you're getting that...
2: You right. feel like you're y- banging y- your everything. head against the uh, wall at times, you know, saying, you know, is anybody ever listening to this, you know? but right. Then when you start getting feedback, you know, oh, there's people, you know, out there yeah. that, that they like it, so. Yeah. yeah,
1: especially when you're getting the positive feedback, when you're not, like, being like, hey, listen to my song, do you like yeah. it? They find it on their own, they're like, this
2: is really good. Yeah, that's yeah. the this biggest, nice. suppose, you know, you think, well... If they found us where they was, you know, going to them, you know, then other people they're going to yeah, pick up yeah, on it as well. So. For sure,
0: that'll be the day in acting when they're like, "Oh, were you in such and such?" And
2: they'll be like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, uh, I was." <laughs> well, the thing I found was people recognizing you and spot you on the mm-hmm. things that you don't necessarily want to be known. Right. Right.
1: That's I mean, so if you're making your own films, that's yeah. different
2: because you've done that. But mm-hmm. if you're acting in somebody else's project, yeah. you know, I, I did roles in some, you know, really f- great films that I really enjoyed yeah. and people never notice you. And then you do things like Sharknado. Oh. And people say, <laughs> I saw you in Sharknado. Or, and
1: you're like, did uh, you?
2: Or you're playing a detective in some T V series and nobody spots you, mm-hmm. but then they say, Hey, I saw you doing the birdie dancing Big Bang Theory.
0: You never know
2: who's tuning in or hears you or sees you.
0: isn't that always the case though? Like you're gonna remember for more of the cringe stuff that you would rather know.
2: Yeah, it's like looking back and seeing yourself in, you know, weird fashions mm-hmm. back in the day, you know, people always Pointing out the, the crazy things.
0: That's why I see, like, the the casting calls for, like, hey, this is for, like, certain medications or certain health problems. And I'm like, do I want to be... Known yeah. Right? Do, right? do, do I want, want to be associated girl? with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like,
1: oh,
2: Because once I watch that one, you know,
1: one like, it would right, be the one that goes viral. I remember one, the, one of
2: the first, like, lead roles I had when I was acting was... Um, a re- I was playing a real murder Murderer. Oh. They were doing these crime reenactment shows, mm-hmm. and um, I was, you know, I looked like the guy who was the real murderer, and I'm thinking, what if people see me in the street and they, and they, think, I'm, the they think I'm him, you know? Yeah. They think I'm out on parole or something, and they hate me because, <laughs> you know, I killed these people and put their bodies in bowels and dumped yeah. them somewhere. do so I don't want to be associated with that, but... Uh. Okay. Yeah, hopefully At that point, help. you're
1: like, it's money. <laughs>
2: it's acting, yeah. It yeah, because
0: even like, um, I remember reading articles or hearing about the Game of
1: Thrones, like Joffrey his character. Uh, people would actually give him death threats, death
0: threats, yeah. and because they stuff at him in the
1: street. They thought he was really like that. Yeah, because yeah, he was such a good actor. He's like, y'all realize I was just acting,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess you yeah. like, wanna definitely do. You know, be careful what roles you take. You can be stuck in that Yeah, but it's forever. like, you know, I guess,
2: you know, it's advertising some people don't want to be associated with certain products. And,
1: mm-hmm. and you stuff. know, some of those actors on Game of Thrones, like the girl who played Arya Stark, she was like, I cut my hair and dyed it pink because I want it to be hard for me to get another role. Because mm-hmm. after that, they were just, everybody wanted them to be in whatever, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. she was like, I need a break. And I feel like a lot of those people needed a break because for that time frame, they were so popular, so huge. Everyone only thought of them as those characters. Yeah, they get stuck in that
2: role and the job offers come in and they're all that type of character.
1: Yeah, they typecast
0: her. Imagine how many times the guy who played Jon Snow is like, you know nothing. Right?
1: And then he's in all these other movies and all I can think is Jon Snow. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
0: Um, So, let's see, what are we time wise because I want to definitely plug your where you can
2: people can find you yes yeah um, we're on Facebook on uh, Crypto mm-hmm. Um Spotify
0: mm-hmm. that's where we found them Spotify yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Crypto Knight <laughs> um, and, and listen
1: to his album because we actually like
2: this some yeah. of them are Crypto Knight band Things like Instagram, gotcha. Twitter, and Twitter is our Crypto Night. But yes, yeah, search for Crypto Night, and then the album's called The Quest. Um, I'm also on Bandcamp. That's www.crypto
0: Awesome. Awesome! No, I really appreciate you coming in and, you know, asking to, to be on the episode because you're our first musician, like Very I said, exactly right. for us. <laughs> so it was, it's real, it's all real creative. It's yeah, all yeah. Exactly. You go
2: through the same process, the same struggles, and I've normally found, you know, the most supportive people are the creative mm-hmm. people, you know. Right, you know the struggle. Because, yes. you know, you know, when friends say, you know, good things, mm-hmm. you know, it's like... It's one thing. to be biased. bias. But when somebody knows, because they've experienced it themselves, that, yeah, yeah, you know, that you know just doing it for a hobby, you know, it's mm-hmm. not just killing time by pottering away doing something. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're doing it because you love doing it. You're doing it because that's the way you express yourself, and yeah, that's who you are. You know, you that's what you're all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it just means more when there's, uh, you know. More creative people that are supportive mm-hmm. to you. So
0: yeah. Well, you guys heard it. You you know where you can find his music, and Such definitely yeah. Send us a message on what you think. We'd love to hear it. And if you guys know of any other artists that you'd love to have highlighted on our show, definitely reach out to us. Again, this has been the Unclassified Podcast. This is Allie Logan and our special guest, That's
2: Dave Johnson from Crypto Night.
0: Woo! All right, Thank bye you. guys. See ya.
2: See ya.